Round two is no joke. This is where we separate the pretenders from the contenders. Get some skin in the game with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. They're offering free-to-play pools every day of the basketball playoffs, offering players a free shot at up to $10,000 in total prizes each day. The best part is that it's free to play. DraftKings free-to-play pools are easy to enter. Just download the DraftKings app, go to pools, and choose from a wide variety of free contests for an opportunity to win cash prizes. All you have to do is answer a handful of questions around what you think is going to happen during that day's basketball games and track your results throughout the evening. Questions will range from which team will hit the most threes to which team will score first. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to get your free shot at up to $10,000 in total prizes every day of the basketball playoffs. Head to the DraftKings pools page to get your shot at huge cash prizes. That's promo code THPN for a limited time only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for full details. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Straight Up Sabres presented by the Hockey Podcast Network and Buffalo Fanatics. As always, I'm Brendan. And I'm Taylor. And Taylor, today we are talking about straight up everything but the Sabres. We are talking about... I know, never heard of them before. We're talking about the second round of the playoffs, though. As we now know, at the time of everybody who will be listening to this, three of the four second round matchups will be getting underway with the final one. With the final matchup of the first round, I should say, being determined on Monday evening in Game 7 between Montreal and Toronto. Taylor, let's start there. How awesome would it be if Toronto blows this? I don't even have words to describe how funny. I mean, I guess the word is schadenfreude. Sure, Germans, they have words for things. But it, it would be incredible if they. this would be five years in a row they lost a deciding playoff game last year's obviously not a game seven because it was a play-in round it would be would make it a 17th straight year they didn't win a playoff game or a playoff series and they this would be the most embarrassing one by far this trash Montreal team they had a 3-1 lead man I can't imagine if they lose this game tonight I don't know Monday yeah well I'm trying I'm trying to be on the listener side here oh yeah of course so they lose Monday night's game I don't know. It's insane. It also would be the second year in a row Montreal pulled off a huge upset, mostly because of Carey Price, who hasn't been really good in the regular season of late. Man, I really, really hope this happens. I don't think it's gonna, but I I would be ecstatic. It like almost, did, almost make up for uh yeah, almost make up for talking about the Sabres twice a week all year. Very true. Well, looking at the rest of the matchups, at least now that we're into the second round. Uh, getting underway right now at the time of us recording this is the first game of the Lightning and Hurricanes series. Tonight, the series that I and probably most hockey fans are most excited about in the second round, the series that should probably be the Stanley Cup final just because it might be the two best teams in the playoffs right now, Vegas and Colorado. Really can't wait for that one. And then, of course, in the Eastern Division the other series we have is between the New York Islanders and the Boston Bruins, which really don't care that much about that one to like watch that to nope. be honest at all. Yeah. Thanks for nothing. Well, Colorado Tristan, Vegas. Let's talk fun. Let's talk fun. So as we're talking, uh, lightning and hurricanes are playing and 
in a couple hours, it'll be Colorado Vegas. I think those are the four best teams left in the playoffs or in those two mm-hmm. series. So unfortunately we might not, I think we're going to get a, a, at least two undeserving conference finalists, but that's how it always is. So Colorado Vegas is, I think it's going to be unbelievable and they are kind of contrasting styles, which can make fun. I mean, obviously if they were both as fast and loose as Colorado, that'd be a lot of fun too, but Colorado actually, you know, sneaky strength is their, uh, their blue line and they, you know, get good enough goaltending. They have like three really, really good defensemen and Vegas obviously can grind you into, into dust. Minnesota had some trouble scoring on them. Fleury's playing great. They don't have really the offensive firepower. Like they can score, but they're not as flashy and exciting as the Avalanche, but they don't really have any holes on their roster either, which is helpful. Very helpful. Yeah. I mean, I think that's definitely, as we had said before, the most exciting series. I have no disrespect to Tampa or Carolina because I agree they probably are the two best remaining teams aside from those two, but this is what I would want to see in like the Stanley cup. I mean, I wish with this year, I know that they, you know, set the playoffs in advance for the way of doing it with the divisional rounds of like the interdivision games, but these are the two best teams in the league. At least it seems that way all season and on paper on eye test analytics, whatever you really want to measure it by. These are the two best teams. So I'm really, really looking forward to it. I'm curious though, Taylor, who do you have coming out of that series? I kind of think it's going to be Colorado. I don't exactly know why, but I don't know. You know, Colorado with this team hasn't advanced to the conference finals yet. Like it was a question on a quiz we had not too long ago. They went to the conference finals in 19 years. It's mm-hmm. one of the longest droughts out there. So I would be excited to see them. And I kind of think it's going to be them. You know, I, obviously they had a much tougher or much easier first round opponent. So that's good. They won't be as worn out. But man, I was not super impressed with how Vegas handled Minnesota. Now, mm-hmm. maybe Minnesota is just really good now. Who knows? But Vegas, they've run into problems like last year's conference final. And even, I mean, obviously that game seven in 2019 was not something that you can read too much into. It's a unique situation, but I feel like, you know, at some points they have a tough time getting goals in the playoffs. That was definitely the case in the first round. So maybe mm. they won't be able to keep up or maybe Flurry will just steal it. I really could see, you know, I've, I could see it going either way. And it's really hard for me to say with any authority, you know, that I'm sure either side would win. It's right. a really good series. I mean, like you said, it's unfortunate that this isn't the Western Conference Finals or the Stanley Cup. Uh, but weird year, I guess, man. I mean, they put a bunch of bad teams in one division and then tried to convince us all that they were, at least some of them were pretty good. Come on, it's not that bad of a division, guys. Now you got this division winner losing to a Montreal team that would be 12th in a normal year in the Eastern Conference. So do you have any thoughts on the other two uh, matchups between the Lightning and the Hurricanes and then also between the Islanders and the Bruins? Yeah, the Hurricanes are really good. They probably should have swept Nashville and could have theoretically, but UC Saros was incredible in that series. And he, he's the only reason Nashville made the playoffs. He's incredible the entire second half of the year and maybe more. Yeah. He, he's awesome. I don't really love their roster anymore, but it is what it is. Uh, Carolina played great in that series. They, it was not as close as a game six overtime series would make you think it is in Tampa. I mean, what, what else can you say about Tampa reigning Stanley cup champion Kucherov's back? He looks good. That's another team, you know, they're as good as, as Vegas or Colorado. With Now the Kucherov's back. Mm-hmm. Vasilevsky obviously might win the Vesna this year. Seems like he could win the Vesna this year. Hedman wasn't 
I mean, whatever. There's a weird thing with his underlying, but I'm sure he'll be fine in the playoffs. And they, again, another team that can – someone else put it like this this week. They can just put out what would be a feasible first uh, line in an all-star game to start, to start their every game, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's insane. Good for them, though. Both them, I would really love to see a Colorado and Tampa Stanley Cup final just due to the fact that they both have – unbelievable depth on their rosters like their third line players like I think about like in Tampa's case like a guy like Yanni Gord for example being like a third liner who's maybe what like their seventh best forward maybe sixth or seventh best forward and then on the other side of that coin too you can even look at Colorado where they just casually have Brandon Saad slotted into their third line which you know <laughs> that's not, ridiculous yeah right like it's nuts both of these teams just have amazing depth they have Pretty strong blue lines, too, on both sides. Uh, Tampa definitely would have the advantage in goal, of course, as you had said, with Vasilevsky being a, a top three goalie in the league. Pretty solidly cemented in that. So, yeah, I would love to see those two eventually emerge. Um, I, I don't know. I, I just think that it's just really weird. Like, this just feels different this year. I I, I don't know. I guess, like, I'm, I'm very excited for – the Colorado Vegas series. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to watch that tonight. I'm really, really looking forward to it, but maybe it's just because of how dull the Sabres were this season and then just flaming out so terribly. But I almost feel like I was a little bit more tuned into like some of the bubble games than I am, at least for this, this playoffs. I don't know. That's interesting. I mean, it has to be at least partly coupled with the fact that we, we can like go outside and go places and stuff now. Like That's not outside, true. but like we can do stuff. Like I, uh, I was at a MSK in Buffalo on Saturday for the champions league final. And it was like shoulder to shoulder people, no masks and going to the movies again. So I think people want to go out and do stuff and don't want to watch hockey games. And it's May 30th. We're just starting the second round. I know extenuating circumstances and all that, but people probably aren't going to just want to wait around and, Hey, maybe Vegas and Colorado's on. It's very exciting. I think it's very enticing. But oh, yeah. People in Buffalo, especially, I don't know if you saw, we had. Well, let's talk about that. The worst ratings in MSG's history with the Sabres. Out of the like top three for now. the first time in how many years? Like several. Uh, yeah, more than 15 years. Probably since the bankruptcy days, I'd have to guess, honestly. That is, uh, how damning of the Pagoulas is that? I mean, you know, it's there's bad. only so much that you could, I guess, hope to come from like social media noise getting through to them. But my God, the fact that things are that bad now that we moved out of the top three in viewership for the first time in that long. I hope that's a wake up call to them. I mean, I don't think that maybe there's even anything that could be considered a wake up call for the Bukulas anymore. Cause it's like, if you haven't made the playoffs in 10 years, then like what the hell is going to wake you up. But do they know, do you think they know this little tidbit? That's a good, I don't know. How sad is it that we're like legitimately questioning this? Pretty I mean, I, I assume they know ratings are down. I bet they probably don't know that fact. I mean, it's terrible. I, I bet when the, the ratings come out for the playoffs this year, like we're almost always either ahead of the markets that are in it or like third behind, like in the Stanley cup or third behind the two teams that are in it. Or, you know, if Boston's in the cup, Providence will be there up there too. So it'll be like, we'll be fourth, but I don't think that's going to happen this year. I doubt it. Seriously doubt it. I mean, there are some places that were more locked down than others and Buffalo and in New York state was definitely more locked down than a lot of other places in the country. And sure. Like 
a lot of Sun Belt teams are doing well. A lot of a lot of warm weather areas. We got Vegas. Obviously, we got Carolina. We had Florida till recently. You have Tampa still. You probably will have. Good, well, you definitely will have one of those teams in the conference finals. You might have two. <laughs> you know, I, I think people in those markets maybe will be more tuned in. But in general, across the country, like I, I don't know, it's going to be. I, I wouldn't be surprised if ratings are down. Just I'm I I know they were down. Also, during weirdly during the bubble, even though people didn't have stuff to do, mm-hmm. I don't know that that was a weird thing. Ratings for everything were down, which seems counterintuitive because we were all home. That seems bizarre to me. Right. But anyway, uh, I don't have any takes on the Islanders Bruins series. I'm already nodding off just thinking about it. <laughs> uh, go Islanders, I guess. I don't yeah. want to watch them in the conference final again, though. Yeah. No, I'm with you on that one. I really have no real interest. I don't think I'll watch any of that. Maybe if it's, if I'm out somewhere and that game is on, I'll pay attention to it, but I'm not going to go out of my way to watch that in the way that I would pretty much either of the two other series that are actively going on right now. Yeah. I don't want to watch Montreal and Winnipeg play. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. (laughs) I, uh, I actually think since I said that the top four teams earlier, I'll stand by that. Of the other four teams remaining, well, there's technically five teams remaining. But anyway, Boston's the best of those ones easily. They shouldn't have too much trouble with the Islanders, but the Islanders are really hard to play against. They're just – they're a good, tough team. And it would be kind of funny to me if they won – now they've now won four playoff series over the past few years. So if they won a fifth before John Tavares wins one, it was funnier before he got hurt. Now I'll just say the Leafs in general. Let's say Lou. Forget I said Tavares. Yeah. Feel bad for him. Feel better soon, bud. Lou. Is he smarter than Kyle Dubas? Kind of seems that way. Kind of seems like the Leafs let the wrong guy go. Could be. Could be. They should just trade us Mitch Marner or Austin Matthews then. I'll take a, let's see. What about a a lightly used Jason Spezza? (laughs) That's, that's the trade the Sabres would make. Hard pass. Hard pass. Yeah. Can you believe he's still around? No, no, I, I have nothing more to say than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that Miller and Roy are retired, is he the only person who really like mattered from the Sabres playoff runs left? If Lundquist is also done. Cause all those, all those senators guys are retired. Heatley's been gone forever. Alfredson, I mean, Eric Stahl, Eric Stahl. Wow. How could I forget? Sad. He might be advancing in the playoffs, though, so good for him. We'll see, hopefully. Man. And then he loses promptly to Winnipeg. Yeah, it, so are the conference finals this year just going to be seeded based on points? I was going to ask you that, actually. I'm not honestly entirely sure. I think they are, because it's not like – it's like, oh, obviously the East Division will play the North Division, which definitely shouldn't happen. Right. But, man, that's – yeah, huh. How are they oh, going to do the yeah. Canada thing too? You need to tell me we could potentially see a Winnipeg Islanders conference finals. Oh my goodness. Check my pulse. Whew. Drama. I don't know if I could handle that. Man, this reminds me of in 09, one of the best playoff series of our lives, Penguins Capitals in the second round. And the Penguins came back and won really dramatic series. And then they're like, who's ready to watch them play Carolina? in the next round and everyone was like oh sure all right uh, yeah luckily that, uh, that got over with quick mm-hmm. man anyway 
Well, I don't know. How, how you been? You know, hanging in. Had a nice birthday weekend, so that was good. That's true. Now my Michael Peck a year, so just trying to live in that. Wow, Michael Peck a year. Uh, you know, I'm a little sleepy, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been a long day. Been a long weekend. Indeed, uh, it has. I don't know. Do you have any recommendations for the people? Um, it's a good question, Taylor. I honestly didn't didn't come prepared with one. Um. You know what? Did I? I forgot if I said this to you in passing or if I said it in in real life or not. So correct me if I'm wrong. Have I recommended the Mighty Duck series yet? You have, yeah. You uh, like maybe three weeks or a month ago. Okay. Here, I, was one. You don't have to do a recommendation. You could just tell people to go outside. Go well, maybe go outside and do something. But if you are looking for something to watch, the Mighty Duck series just wrapped up. Uh, Ten episodes. It's you know definitely geared towards like a kid show but there's a lot of nostalgia a lot of callbacks i mean emilio estevez is like the co-star of it so he's in every episode a lot and it was really good i really enjoyed it and i hope that there's a second season for it so if you're looking for something fun and nostalgic to watch and with some also some really good kid actors too some some really good young actors in that show so yeah i would uh, i'd recommend that again because the finale what about you i'm gonna recommend a quiet place too and I'll recommend you see it in theaters. I did thought you it was see it already? Good. I did. Yeah. I saw it opening night. It was good. <laughs> I uh, I enjoyed oh, wow. it quite a bit. Did John Krasinski show up? He did. Yeah, he hung out. We went to uh, we went to hit up some spots on Hurdle. We went to Dell Denby's and stuff. He crashed in my couch, and then he's like, "I got to get back to uh, my wife, and I also maybe I'll do another season about how the CIA is good." or whatever yeah maybe maybe we don't do that what are your thoughts on <laughs> potentially getting cast as reed richards in the in fantastic four no they already made two of those in my lifetime hard pass you don't think they should even make one no get yeah. out of here with that hey come on third I'll attempt get out of here look spider-man only gets to be remade every five years because the first one was so good the first two i should say the first iteration the toby mcguire spider-man you gotta have to you know proof of concept at some point obviously the andrew garfield one's a flop but there's a lot of goodwill there mm. built up by toby mm. and now he's he's a piece of the mcu now and i get that but fantastic four like come on it doesn't work yeah you tried yeah. you had a movie with chris evans in it even that didn't work chris and evans jordan yes and and one with michael b jordan and you had Michael Chiklis in the first one. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if the Chiklis can't make it work for you, it's not happening. <laughs> a rule of life. Yeah. Well, I guess he does look like someone who would play Reed Richards, but. That's all right. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, I think it's inevitable that Fantastic Four is going to happen, but maybe we should just do. I know we had talked about doing like the Star Wars episode. Let's just do a full on Marvel episode soon. Just talk about a little bit of everything. Yeah. Did you watch the Falcon and the Winter Soldier yet? No, you are terrible. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'm busy, man. I told you we could go outside and stuff. Now I learned how to read. It. I know. I, 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 I went against my own advice and learned how to read. I read a couple of books. Why? I don't know. People, people seem pretty lukewarm That's on it. Horrible. I know. No, it's kind of a mistake. I'm trying to unlearn how to read. No, you really should. It's I, I really enjoyed it. I think you would like it. Honestly, it's really good. We'll see. A lot of people didn't <laughs> seem to like it. Well, I'm telling you, you, what are you going to trust a lot of people, random unnamed people or one of your friends? <laughs> well, sources. Sources. Ooh. Is it yeah. like sources or hashtag sources? 
I haven't decided. Okay, that's fair. Well, at least give it a chance, maybe. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it under consideration. Fair. Who's your random Sabres player? Um, damn. Uh, let's see here. Tim Connolly. Wow. I don't have a reason. Okay. I'm going Michael Pekka. Uh, that, that makes sense. Or Teppo Newman. That's right. And Man. he 27s. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, everybody, thank you for tuning in to this very brief episode of Straight Up Sabres presented by the Hockey Podcast Network and Buffalo Fanatics. This episode is also presented to you by DraftKings. Make sure you're using promo code THPN at checkout to get tons of great deals on all of your betting interests. Once again, that's promo code THPN. And again, make sure you're checking out both the Hockey Podcast Network and Buffalo Fanatics and the content and podcasts that they've been pumping out. A lot of great stuff there. Make sure you're following us on social media as well at Straight Up Sabres on Facebook and Instagram and also at Straight Sabres on Twitter and on Twitter in our bio. You can also find both myself and Taylor on our respective handles. So thank you all so much for tuning in to this episode of Straight Up Sabres. We'll be back with a new episode on Thursday. Have a good one. Thanks for listening.